The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Director of Outreach Ministry at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, sometimes referred to as the First Lady of New Thought. Check us out when you're in the area or online at www.cutemple.org every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for our live stream. Or if you're in the city, join us every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for our Wednesday evening worship service that we call Bible 365, where we're teaching the metaphysical interpretation and the practical application of many of the major Bible stories from Genesis to Revelation. Today's show is about spiritual healing. We're in the midst of a seven-week series called Spiritual Healing, The What and The How. This is the third show, and this show will focus on the power of mind over the body. We'll talk about how what people think, feel, believe, and speak affect their health. Now, just as a quick review, uh, on April 18th, we talked about the fundamental spiritual principles of spiritual healing as taught by New Thought or New Thought Christianity. We talked about the truth about God and God's essential character. We talked about God's will for each individual. Last week, we talked about the truth about humanity and our identity in God. We talked about uh, the threefold being, man is the threefold being, spirit, soul, body. We went into some decent detail on each level so we can have a firm grasp about our own being because when we know what makes us tick it makes it a lot easier for us to get our minds back in alignment with the truth about ourselves so today again we're focusing on spiritual healing because each episode will build on each other and we want to make sure or I want to make sure that you have all of the principles that you need to work on your own healing that matters now we need to review and talk about what is healing in the webster's dictionary it says that healing is restoring to original purity 
or integrity. So when we talk about something being healed, we're talking about it is being restored to the way it was originally created to function. So we talked about during the first week that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. That God's will, God's character, God's nature is absolute good. And that absolute good expresses through in and as the image and likeness of God. That's you, that's me, that we're spiritual beings living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual laws. But we have to remind ourselves of that consistently. Uh, our author, Richard Lynch, and I don't know if this book is still in print, but you can you know, look it up on your own. It's a book called The Secret of Health by an old unity writer who's deceased, Richard Lynch. He says in The Secret of Health, page 11, if you have the book, you can refer to this later. Spiritual health begins with a conscious knowledge of truth principles and is the basis of all physical soundness. See, that's key. He says it begins with a conscious knowledge. See, that's key. This is why the mind is, is, is powerful, because you have to be conscious of who and what you are. You have to be conscious of these truth principles to express them properly in your life. I use the term preferred demonstrations. We are always demonstrating, but we always have preferred demonstrations. You know, Emmett Fox says there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. Well, what we understand shows up. What we want to do is have increased understanding or different understanding or transformed understanding so we can have some transformed demonstrations. Raymond Hollywell goes on to say on page 12 that health of body as an expression of spiritual health is a normal state and it is naturally ours unless it is blocked by fears or wrong beliefs that produce disease. So Raymond Hollywell is saying that health or spiritual health is our normal state. And spiritual health is supposed to function through our physical beings and the things that interfere with that is the things that we hold in consciousness and the beliefs that we hold. He goes on to say on page 13, he says the individual Conscious. Let me go up even a, a sentence above that. He says, the mind is made up of those things of which we are conscious or aware by means of perception. The individual consciousness is developed by thought and colored by whatever persistently dominates the mental activity. The mind as it thinks continually choosing or rejecting as you think you become. Therefore, your consciousness is the creator of your world and you are the creator of your consciousness. Boy, that's strong. Because that's telling us over and over again that the healing principle is already here. But it is our consciousness that determines how it shows up in our lives. Now, why does healing matter? This is a simple Simple, simple question with a real simple answer, because nobody likes to suffer. We are born with the innate desire to be free of anything that binds us. You can look across human history and always see there's always people who will say enough is enough. I'm not accepting this. 
and they will strive, they will push, they will fight, they will do whatever they need to do to be free of anything that they feel as though is binding them because man was born to be free. And a quote, a title from an old Joe Goldsmith book from the 60s, man was not born to cry. We were born to to be free, to be self-expressed, to live our potential, to create new possibilities, to transform our experiences, to love each other, to have harmony, to live in divine order, to have prosperity, and to express divine health. People desire to be free because that is the desire of God pushing through their own souls. They want to be free. They want to be free. Again, going back to the statement of of the Universal Foundation for Better Living, the organization I'm a part of and they're ordained through, our first statement of faith is we believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. That's important because when we really have that paradigm shift that God wants me to have it, have what? Have health. God wants me to have it. Have what? Peace. God wants me to have it. Have what? Prosperity. God wants me to have it. Have what? Divine order. God wants me to have it. Have what? Wisdom and understanding. God wants me to have it. What? All of the harmony that I can stand. But the question is, do I want it? See, Just because God's nature is absolute good and God's will or intent for you is absolute good does not mean that you want good. That doesn't mean that I want good. That doesn't mean that we want good. See, it's God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, but is it your good pleasure to accept it? We have to process the question that Jesus said to one of the people that was uh, dealing with a serious physical challenge in his day when he walked up to a man and said do you want to be well do you want to be well the man started giving Jesus all these excuses about what happened in the past and why he's in the state that he's in and that's not the question the question before each soul is do you you want to be well do you the power is here to heal you now do you want to be well Jesus said to the disciples who do men say that I am some said Jeremiah and Elijah and you know John the Baptist you know And I don't have time to teach the backdrop of that and the inner meanings of that. But Jesus said, but who do you say that I am? And Peter, who metaphysically represents faith, said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. Now. The Christ is in each soul saying to to each soul. Who do you say I am? Am I your health? 
Am I your supply, your provider, your source? Am I your peace? Am I your love? Am I your joy? Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Paul said, Christ in you, your hope of glory. For Paul, Christ within was the hope of glory. Who do you say the truth, the spirit of truth in you is for you? Because the Christ in you can only be for you what you will allow it to be in your experience. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? We can't get around this question. Because when we really realize that the Christ within us is standing up for our highest potential because the Christ within us is our highest potential. And we think that by attaining and getting all of the things in the outer without a realization of the truth within us will satisfy us, we're mistaken. And we'll find that that house of cards will always fall because there is no fulfillment without God. It's just temporal things that satisfy us at the moment. But if it's not based upon principle, if it's not based upon love, if it's not based upon divine wisdom, if it's not based upon the joy of the Lord, then it does not last. We have to realize that. This is why the mind is so important. Because we don't realize that the mind and what it accepts and rejects has everything to do with how we see life and how that life expresses as our bodies, then we will be trapped in the illusion of thinking that it's the things and the people that make us happy and make us sad. But that's impossible. Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, the founder of Christ Universal Temple and the Universal Foundation for Better Living, and I might add the Johnny Coleman Institute, used to always say to us almost every Sunday, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. I am the thinker mm. that thinks the thought that makes the thing. Think about what that is saying to you. I have the power to create in my own experience out of the attributes of God, God's life, God's love, God's power, God's wisdom, God's substance, my own life. As Tom Johnson once wrote, I am always my own experience. As Reverend Ike said, I meet no one but me, we have to always go back to the fundamentals. The mind, thought, is the connecting link between God mind, divine mind, universal consciousness, and what we call human thinking, feeling, and it's byproduct, human experience. We have to take a step back and realize over and over and over again, and we're going to talk about this after the break, 
that my body believes every word I say. So many times we allow the things in of the body to submit us and make us tap out. But H. Emily Cady wrote in Lessons in Truth, every man believes himself to be in bondage to the flesh and the things of the flesh. All suffering is the result of this belief. So since we believe that we're in bondage to the flesh and the things of the flesh, we suffer. But it's not the flesh or the things of the flesh. It's the belief that we're in bondage to it that makes us suffer. Because the belief tricks us into thinking that it can't change. That the way it is is the way it is. And we become resigned and cynical about even the possibility that it could be different. But no, you don't have to stay sick. No, you don't have to stay broke. No, you don't have to stay unhappy. No, you don't have to live without the wisdom of God and understanding of God guiding your decisions. It's always there, leading you, guiding you along the way. Now, I want to hear from you, and I would like you to call in. To 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. I want to hear your thoughts. If you have questions, please call in. If you have comments, please call in and share them with the community so we can transform together. Also, we want to remind you that this show and this internet radio station, Unity Online Radio, is supported by your donations. So if you are receiving, please give. Support the transformation of the world through the application of truth principles. But as the Apostle Paul wrote, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if the people aren't hearing truth, then how are they being transformed by the word that truth carries? Also, unity We'll have a cruise in November. I want you to check it out at unity.fm forward slash cruise or call 800-828-4813 and tell them Reverend McDowell sent you. We want to celebrate and have a cruise uh, where people go to the Caribbean and also have the teachers of the different radio stations, including me, teaching you about how to transform your own experience through the practical application of truth principles. Also, I teach a class in the Johnny Coleman Institute on Tuesday mornings called The Three Laws of Performance. You can call and get information on that about the class at 773-568-2282. And make sure you call in and we'll be right back after the break with Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you.
Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth, a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. turning five this year and we're throwing the biggest bash of all a cruise to the caribbean november 10 through 17 2012 we'll celebrate in style aboard holland america lines eurodam with sunshine fine dining and a selection of island excursions at beautiful ports of call in the eastern caribbean plus feed your spirit with music message and meditation Your favorite hosts will be there, and we hope you will join us too as we celebrate five years of spiritual programming at Unity Online Radio. For more information, visit www.unity.fm forward slash cruise. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and we have a caller online, Yewande. And hello, Yewande. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. Okay. Could you tell our audience where you're from? I live in New Jersey. All right, New Jersey. All right. Um, do you have a question or comment? I have a question um, because transformation is my theme for this year, uh, specifically. And there's a place where I know I, I'm aware, I'm becoming very conscious, I need to transform. I received a cancer diagnosis more than a year ago, and I've gone through treatment, and I'm doing well. Uh, there's some realities that I wish were not true. Uh, but regardless of that, what it is I want to transform is how I share it with other people. So uh, many people know that I was going through a cancer journey, so they ask me how I'm doing. Uh, and, I, and I say I'm fine, and it's with a hesitation. But the trickier part sometimes is when people who don't know I'm going through went through a cancer journey, going through a cancer journey. When those people ask me how I'm doing, I'm aware that I would like to tell them this story about, oh, I had this cancer diagnosis. And uh, I guess I want sympathy, but I'm doing really well. And, And the part that isn't well is going to be well. But there's still some part of me that wants to share with people like, oh, I suffered or I went, and I want to transform that part. 
I want okay. to let go of, you know, people who don't even know me. You know, I so I don't share that with people that don't know, but there's some part of me that still wants to kind of get that little sympathy, and I want to release that. Okay, well, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and let me first of all say to you that, um, uh, you know, I I honor and admire your ability to stand up in the face of what the world has told you and stand up for the truth that you're whole. Okay. Let me first admire that because uh, I don't want that to Thank be uh, minimized in any way, shape or form. Um, if you haven't at least acknowledge that in yourself. Make sure you do that because sometimes we don't stop and and say, thank you, God, and not you, but thank you, God, for this realization that you're able to make that stance because a lot of people don't. And that's why we do what okay. we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things that just came up. Mm-hmm. Um, one, when working with healing, mm-hmm. um, and in the process of sharing your transformation, I, I, I can't tell you what to do, obviously. This isn't advice. This is you calling in and me giving suggestions or, or my opinion. From right. a truth principle, from a, from a minister of new thought, one of the primary things that we tell people is, one, uh, when, you are, when you are dealing with healing situations, one of the powerful ways that you handle a healing situation is not by naming it. Uh-huh. The, the naming of a thing gives it a nature or character. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, for instance, our uh, senior minister, uh, excuse me, founding minister, not senior minister, founding minister, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, uh, in the early 1950s was given six months to live with an incurable diagnosis. Okay. She would call her illness conquest of the bonkers that she overcame. She found out about unity and received and, and through the application of the principles received a healing, started and created the largest ministry in New Thought history. Uh but but what she would always say is be careful how you use your naming power. Um I'm not saying if you're led to share your story, you can share it. But make sure that you have firm in your consciousness that that what you're talking about is your overcoming and transformation. See, because as you're talking about it, either trying to get sympathy or share it, and you're not at a place where right. you completely overcame mm-hmm. in manifestation. I'm not talking about working in your mind. I'm talking about what's showing up in body right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every time you put your attention onto it, and especially when you're looking mm-hmm. for sympathy, you're attaching feeling mm-hmm. to it. And when thought and feeling come together on a thing, it creates realization. And realization mm-hmm. creates manifestation. Mm-hmm. So, so it's important that when people are asking you about yourself, whether it's your, the people who know what's going on in you or people who don't know what's going on with you, mm-hmm. are, are you talking about are you the physical per- you and personality you is fine? Or are you talking about the I am in me? The Christ in me, the truth about me, the spiritual expression in me is fine, is excellent. You can always be in integrity, talking about what is right about you in God mind. So the question comes in the play is, 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 is you know, is many spiritual healers who shared their testimonies about healing, and sometimes they'll give the name after they've overcome. That's your choice or not. But while you're going through the experience, 
Uh, and people want to talk about what the, what's going on and how's this. I would strongly suggest that you remind people that that you're you're working on your healing, and I'm about my healing. And keep your thoughts, keep your feelings, keep your beliefs, because beliefs are only is, is what you accept is true. Keep your words, keep your actions, keep your reactions around the context of health. See, see, see. Um, sometimes we we jump out too quick. Jump out, you know, and give yourself the opportunity, as the psalmist said in the in Psalm ninety one, "He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall dwell." Or abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It says uh, abide, actually. Dwell and abide means don't jump in and jump out. Stay in that consciousness. Because the things that come after that song, you know, a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. All those things are a part of that transformation. But you got to stay in that consciousness. Speak Mm -hmm. and talk health. Speak and think health. Believe health. Come from the context of the, the Christ, the truth in me is whole, perfect, and complete. What's true about God is true about me. And God doesn't need sympathy because nothing's wrong with God. And you don't need sympathy because nothing's wrong with you. <laughs> right. So when you come from that standpoint, you'll eliminate the, the need of the ego to be fed through uh, the need to want to be a, a, a martyr for health. Excuse the term, but that's what came up. You don't have to be a martyr right. for health. You don't have to be a martyr for humanity. What you can be is a strong stand and let other people know that the world can give you a diagnosis, but only God gives the prognosis. And right. when you make that type of stand, then when you're in a space where you feel as though you can, you can really let people know you can stand up for health because God changed and transformed my body cell by cell, tissue by tissue, and bone by bone. And then you can go out and be the powerful spiritual being that God created you to be. But stand on the truth about you first, okay? Right. And don't get off of it. And like Jacob mm-hmm. told God when he was wrestling with God, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Hold on to that consciousness, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Great. All right. And listen to the two previous shows because I go over the fundamentals of spiritual healing and the image and likeness of God and what that means in the first two shows, all right? Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, next caller. Thank you. Leslie, hello, Leslie, how you doing? Terrific, how are you, Reverend McDowell? I'm excellent, I'm excellent. What is your, uh, uh, you're calling from? Uh, Chicago. All right, now, good, good to hear from you. Uh, What's your question? So I have a relationship question. Okay. Because there's a lot going on in my world with relationships, um, personal relationships, and if I believe that I can transform my experiences through principle, how do I handle a relationship that doesn't seem to grow in spite of my efforts? Like there okay. always seems to be miscommunication, misunderstanding, um, but you still feel like there's unfinished business. You know, how do you know when it's time to let go or is there work I should try to do with this person or well, 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 it's a couple of things. And healing is healing. It doesn't make a difference. Your bo- relationships is your body. Your job is your body. You, you know, yeah. career is body. Mm-hmm. It's still the same basic principle. The principle is uh, uh, every, everybody does things that are consistent with their consciousness. Uh, in the, in the uh, three laws of performance, they call it uh, that, that people's actions are always consistent with the way 
that life occurs to them. Okay. So what that so what that means is if you look at how a person, how life is occurring to an individual, their context, their actions are always consistent with that. When people are doing things that you don't understand or when you're doing things that you don't understand, you can always be sure that it's always consistent with your context. It's always uh, consistent with your consciousness. It's always consistent with your occurring. How life is presenting itself to you based upon your filter. It shows up as as your life rolling affairs. Now, when it talks about when to let something go and when not to let something go, only thing I can tell you is um, what you already know. Uh, we believe that learning to listen to the whisperings of the still small voice will guide you in the right action. And sometimes when the mind is so caught up in its own things, it's hard to get that clear understanding. And I get that uh, because sometimes you can want a thing, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, that it's right, and I mean right in quotation marks, right in the sense of right time, right situation, right experience, or right level of consciousness. Uh, sometimes we, we in life try to put the, the, the square in the circle, and then we get mad at God when, we, when it doesn't work the way we think it should work. work. Right. Okay. But uh, but we have to then take a step back and say and ask this, you know, ask ourselves some questions. First of all, why is this person in my experience? What do they represent in my life and to me? What do they pull up and why? You know, because all of those things matter, because when people come into your experience, they come for you for you to grow through that experience. Whether it's for a, a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, as Yana Van Zandt says, but the healing comes from the standpoint of 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 the being able to be in the experience and being in the present and making that present be what it is without trying to change it, fix it, and make it something that is not. Then, from that pace place of peace. You've now taken your past out of your future, put it back where it belongs. In other words, you're not running into a default future. In other words, if we keep doing what we're doing, this is where we're headed. When you take a step back and you start asking yourself, okay, when I t- put the future back in the past and I create a void or a vacuum to create something new, what does that look like going forward? Now, so then you get to ask yourself, is this person in alignment, values, and, and, and uh, uh, point of view, perspective, occurrence, consciousness, that's consistent with where I say I want to go in my life. Um, and then you start playing with it. You work with your forgiveness. You work with your release. But we need to realize that forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. Forgiveness can just mean I want to be free. Or as Reverend Coleman would say, no one is worth you being sick, broken, unhappy. Right. So so the question comes into play is, if God's nature is absolute good and a person is only bringing drama to your experience, the question is, then I must want the drama. Right. So okay. So, right. So part of the process is, is really getting clear with yourself, really getting free with yourself, really, really asking yourself, what is it that you desire in getting out of this? And maybe it's something that's being pulled up from you or out of you that this relationship is 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 reflecting that needs to be healed. And once it's healed, either the person will be there because they are part of your healing or once it is healed, they leave because they were a part of the transformation of your life. That's a long answer. Okay. But 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 life is not one, two, three. It's a lot of gray and shades of gray. 
when it comes to consciousness because nobody sees life exactly the same way. But let me just leave you with this. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees life exactly the same way. So okay. when you're seeing things that don't make sense to you, realize that you're not seeing the same thing as the other person is seeing and you never will. But you can have joint agreements and commitments to where you want to go if that is possible. But if that can't be seen as an occurrence, then it's very difficult to go forward with a person who's not seeing the same things. You're similar things or committed things that you have decided to see together because their actions will be consistent with what they see and your actions will be consistent with what you see. All right. And after I've played around with it and done that for long enough and see that we're not going in the same direction that's consistent with what I really want for my future. And that's kind of when I know it's time to let it go. Well, you answered your own question. Okay. Thank Thank you. Thank you for calling in. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. So, uh, Talking about this thought and the belief, and thank you all for the callers. And if there's anybody else that wants to call call in, please do the 888-558-6489. I want to read something from uh, Louise Hay from the book You Can Heal Your Life. This is found on page two when she says, talking about thought and belief and healing, because this is really important. The universe totally supports us in every thought we choose to think and believe. Put another way, our subconscious mind accepts whatever we choose to believe. They both mean that what I believe about myself and about life becomes true for me. What you choose to think about yourself and about life becomes true for you. And we have unlimited choices about what we can think. When we know this, then it makes sense to choose. Everyone is always helpful rather than people are out to get me. So she goes on to say the universal power never judges or criticizes us. It only accepts us at our own value. Then it reflects our beliefs in our lives. If we want to believe that life is lonely and nobody loves me, then that is what I will find in my world. So in other words, she's saying the universe only supports or backs up what you already believe. So what you believe, you receive always consistently. Now. We're about to have one more break before the show ends, uh, but I want to hear from you. So make sure you call in at 888-558-6489. Make sure that you check out the Unity Online uh, the online radio cruise at unity.fm forward slash cruise or, or 800-828-4813 and let them know that Reverend McDowell sent you. We want to make sure that you have the opportunity to fellowship and, and enjoy uh, a transformational ex- experience of the Caribbean on a cruise with teachers of truth, helping you transform every aspect of your life. To me, that's powerful. Don't forget to check out Christ Universal Temple, by the way, at www.cutemple.org. We're going through a theme right now called Operation Build the House, and, and we want to just transform the whole Chicago community and then the world by building up the house, as the scripture says, unless the Lord builds the house divine law, the activity of spirit and consciousness. They labor in vain that build it. We're going to be right back with Truth Transforms and when we come back we'll take your calls and we'll wrap up this material with some really good stuff that I have to say that I still haven't had the opportunity to share. We'll be right back. God. 
listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity online radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity Online Radio and click on Mobile Listening. Have you ever noticed that life is filled with amazing people? People who are passionate about being alive and fully engaged in living on purpose and with intention. Hi, I'm Jamie Sanders, host of Spirituality Today here on Unity Online Radio. Each week, we bring you an hour of inspiration and motivation to empower you to be the best you you can be. Listen in and open up as we present some of the most dynamic teachers, authors, musicians, and celebrities that are living the life extraordinaire. Spirituality Today, every Wednesday afternoon, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, where life is good, and so are you. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago. We have another caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Please give your name and where you're calling from, please. Uh, my name is Vitrice, and I'm calling from Chicago. Hello, Vitrice. Vitrice, could you please, um, do you, um, you have a question or comment? Yes, I was just um, calling in because we're talking about healing, and I've lost uh, quite a few family members, but more recently I've lost my grandmother uh, two months ago. And so um, just calling in for a little guidance as far as dealing with um healing over the loss of a loved one. Okay. Um, that's a very uh, strong question. And first of all, let me um, say that, um, you're, you know, we'll keep you and your family in prayer and lift it up um, as you go through these periods of transition in your life. Um, part of the today's show is about thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and the word. So let me, if 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 you will allow me to do so, just do a tweak on the words. Uh, you say you've lost. No such thing. Uh, the physical expression is not with you. But you haven't lost anything. Because we're one in spirit. And one of the things that, that makes it tough when we're dealing with, with um, loved ones is we've learned for a lifetime how to attain and never how to release. And be thankful and grateful for the time and space that we had with a person and lovingly allow them to move on into their new or next experience in the presence of God. Now, when we start talking about, you know, faith being shaken and things of that nature, um, it goes back to, 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 as I stated with the previous caller, um, a person's actions are always consistent with how life occurs to them. If you feel as though that you are lost or can't make it or can't handle certain dynamics without a person being in your space uh, or or that a person's physical presence not being with you 
is viewed as a sense of loss. Then your actions, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, words, actions, reactions will always be consistent with that context. So part of the process is taking a step back and let's going back and go back to the fundamentals. Um, there is no spot where God is not. God is omnipresent. God's, God is everywhere equally present. Can you agree with that? Yes, I can. Okay. We also then go back to that all people are created in the image and likeness of God. Can you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Therefore, if, if all people are created in the image and likeness of God, we're all of the same creator, or Jesus would say father, whatever term you choose to use. If that is the case, then God as the creator of us is the life that is the life principle that expresses through us as life. Can you agree with that? Yes, I can. Yes. Okay. So God is the life in you and God is the life in your loved ones. Now, because God is the life in you and God is the life in your loved ones, life is eternal. Life does not end. It changes form. It expresses differently. But I'm saying to you that if you knew that your loved one moved to an island off one of Hawaiian islands, but you never saw them and communicated with them on the phone, but you knew that they were okay, would you have a sense of loss? No, I wouldn't. No, because for you, you would know that they're safe and secure and enjoying and experiencing life. Maybe not in your presence, but you know that they're fine. What I'm suggesting to you is that example is that your loved ones and your grandmother, and I was extremely close to both of my grandmothers, uh, I get it, is that they're safe and secure in the presence of God, still growing, still expanding, still loving, still living, and learning the lessons that their soul needs to learn on this journey that we call life. And they're fine. And when we show up at the healing, at the funerals or the transition service or the memorial services, we're celebrating the life of the person, not their transition. And then we're celebrating that the impact that they made on our lives. And we're thanking God for the for allowing us to have this person be a part of our own experience, that we are better and greater people because we had these people in our space. And that they carry with us. And the moment you need your grandmother's device, and the moment you need to feel your grandmother's love, the moment you need to be in that experience, the father within you will be that which you need, will show up as the life of your grandmother. So the memory will pop up, the feeling will pop up, the presence will pop up, and you'll know she's with you because you're all one in God. No different if she's across town and you thought about her and know just the thought of her brought brings her to you. The question comes into play is this. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on thee. So you get to think loss or you get to think I'm always one with my good. I'm always one with my loved ones. I'm always one with God. I'm always one with life. I'm thankful and grateful to God for a person that made a loving impact in my life. I'm thankful and grateful to God that this person made a difference to me. I'm, and, and the way I celebrate her and my other loved ones is by going out and living powerfully because if you had a grandmama any similar to the ones I had, she wouldn't want you sad and, 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 and upset that she's not hearing about it. She would want you to go out and live life the way she taught you. Yeah. That's how you transform yeah. it. But 
you honor her by living life because she can't live your life and you can't live hers. But you but your joint experience empower you to be able to handle life like a master. The scripture says, I, it says, there is no fear in love for perfect love cast out all fear. There's nothing to be fearful about. There's nothing to be afraid about. There's nothing to be scared about. You're fine. You can make it. And whatever you need God to be in your experience is God, the grandmama, God, the uncle and auntie, the God, the cousin, whatever you need, the love of God will sustain and maintain that for you. But you got to trust it. OK. Mm-hmm. And, when, and when you and when you catch yourself slipping and your mind going back, say, thank you, God. I thank you. Thank you, God, for the thought and put your thought right back on. I'm grateful. And say it out loud. Thank you, God, for my loved ones. Life is eternal. The peace of God resides in my soul. The love of God resides within me right now. I'm perfect, whole, and complete. Say it out loud. Let your own mind and your own ears hear you speaking the word for yourself because your word has power. Don't allow your mind to carry you where you don't want it to go. You're the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. Okay? And realize healing is your natural state. Yeah. And God bless yeah. you, and I will be keeping you and your family in prayer. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. So, as we talk about healing, health, and wholeness, realize that your body believes every word you say. So, just like the previous caller who talked about loss. The moment she started to talk about loss, she actually had the physical effects. I'm sure the body sensations and all of those things that go along with it. There's a book called Your Body Believes Every Word You Say. And on page 12, the author says the mind's power lies in its ability to think, reason, remember, and create images. With our conscious awareness, we choose images and thoughts we want to dwell on. Some images support well-being while others encourage the illness and suffering that continue to ravage humanity. Today, many more doctors accept the idea that emotions affect the body, but they don't really know how or why. So your emotional state literally can make you sick. Your emotional state can create a mental atmosphere that repels blessings instead of attracts them. Your your mental atmosphere based upon what you're thinking and what's coming out of your mouth can literally transform your experience for the positive or for the negative. And what we're here to say is you can have preferred demonstrations by aligning yourself with truth. Now, I want to read something from um, Reverend Coleman's Open Your Mind and Be Healed because I want to use this to close the show. And this is from page two, Open Your Mind and Be Healed by Johnny Coleman. She says, To experience the health that is yours by divine birthright will require a change in attitude. If you keep doing what you're doing, you will keep getting what you're getting. The change is in the way that you view yourself and the universe. Think about that. The change is in the way you view yourself and the universe. It is important that we realize that The change of attitude is necessary. So she says on page 18, when you acknowledge the healing activity of God within, you align your mind with God life. This promotes harmony and order through your body temple. She goes on to say on page 19, you must believe that God's vitalizing, harmonizing life 
is flowing freely throughout your body every moment, recharging every part. This healing life of God can heal what people call incurable as easily as it can heal a minor cut or abrasion. Now, this is the lady who taught me. And believe me when I tell you, she's a powerhouse. The, when she says you must believe, she's saying you must accept it's true. Accept what is true. God's vitalizing, harmonizing life is flowing freely. It's doing its own thing. It's healing and harmonizing and uh, transforming stuff inside my body that I don't even know that it's healing and transforming. In my life, in my world and affairs, this healing, harmonizing, vitalizing life is free-flowing, transforming and recharging everything that concerns me. And what the world calls incurable and impossible means nothing to God. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. We have to be consistent with what we are saying and doing. It's important. It's important that we understand that soul harmony matters. Now, we've covered about all that we could cover today in <laughs> during this show. I thank all of the callers who called in. You have wonderful, beautiful questions that we'll be praying with you, knowing that God's transforming love is healing and harmonizing you right here and right now. Later in a couple of shows, we're going to be dealing with, matter of fact, next week we'll be on Jesus' prayer and how Jesus taught the power of prayer in healing. We're actually going to go into the healing miracles of Jesus um, and, um, and also how Ernest Holmes taught spiritual mind treatment. So make sure you don't miss it. Again, join us every week on Truth Transforms with me, your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. I love you. I see the Christ in you, and I know that the Christ in you is showing up as a transformed life. God bless you, and we'll be in contact next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Starting a business is a leap of faith. Growing a business is an act of courage. Staying true to your calling while navigating the challenges of business ownership is nothing short of a miracle. Whether you're a lifelong entrepreneur or you're just now getting the itch to hang up your shingle, the Spiritual Entrepreneur will help you create miracles in your business. Hosted by spiritual mentor and business coach Mindy Odlin, you'll learn spiritually focused business strategies to help you experience prosperity from the inside out. Mark your calendar and join Mindy live every Monday at 5 p.m. Central for The Spiritual Entrepreneur, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Inspiration only takes a moment. Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard shares this from his book, Good Questions. We are here to learn, grow, experience, savor, exalt, cherish, create, and to use our connection with that mind to make safe decisions. We are here to share, to be fruitful, and to multiply the good over and over again. Centering on the divine within, we become still and realize that whatever happens, we are still one with God. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.